This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. This episode is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to another edition of Behind the Steel Curtains, We Run the North. I'm Kevin Tate, guest contributor to BTSC, know-it-all podcaster, and today I have a couple of the homies with me. I got my boy Mod from the Know-It-All podcast. He thinks he thinks he knows more than me, but by the end of this show, and if you watch his letter today, you'll see that he doesn't. Mod, what's up, man? What's up, man? You see it. You see it. We'll need to talk about it. You see it. Man, this is this is an AFC North podcast, man. Nobody care about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> they should care. They definitely should care. Be afraid. Be What's afraid. up, man? The homie B Dirt. At least, hey man, at least you a Bengals fan, man, in the AFC North. So, you know, go ahead and yeah. say what you need to say, bro. Good to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. It's it's nice. Uh, you know, Bengals fans and Steelers fans, one thing we can both agree on, Cowboys are terrible. <laughs> Meanwhile, you get our leftovers. But you know, we, we won't say nothing. We won't say nothing. No, I'm, I'm glad to have them. Glad to have them. Uh, you guys talking about uh, look, Collins. Collins, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not only that, the uh, uh, the um, the cornerback y'all got from us last year as well. Y'all got a cornerback from us last year, starting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you, don't, you don't know your cornerbacks? No, I don't know who that who came from. <laughs> That is was, it like Chi Chi something? Chi, like that? Yeah, uh, Cheeto. Chi Chi a one or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cheeto. Okay. Well, Cheeto. yeah. Well, look today, Mike gonna be with us for the first ten or fifteen minutes of the show. He's here because he's actually he lives down in Texas and is back and forth 
from where he lives in Austin, Texas, to Houston, Texas, quite a bit. And he just has a he has a take on the Deshaun Watson stuff on what he's hearing on the ground down there. Today's show, what we're going to talk about, we're talking about uh, news, news in the north after the start of OTAs. So, you know, we're going to just jump, jump right into the Browns thing. I mean, the Browns' biggest question is what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's been hit with with two more accusers. So it went that number went from 22 accusers to 24 accusers in the past week. So, you know, like I said, I we talk about this in our know-it-all show. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended. Last time we talked about it, Mod didn't think Deshaun Watson would be suspended. So, Mod, go ahead and let us know what you know, man. Tell us some stuff about the Deshaun Watson situation come from the from a Texas, Houston, Texas perspective. So, man, when you think about it, when you think about it, we, we've been, you know, hearing about this for a long time, right? The the court system didn't pick it up, right? They couldn't what, – what's up, just me? The court system couldn't pick it up because they could not defend this case, right? And, you know, you see recently Deshaun Watson's lawyer, before he made the, the stupid comments, they already had uh, offered oh, – Wait, wait, wait. Let, let's get some context. The stupid comment is like – there's no crime in getting a hand job. That's what he said, right? No, he said it's no no crime getting a happy ending with a massage. That's happy what he ending. said. Okay, that's okay, what he said. Okay. Getting a happy ending with a massage, which that's the the stupidest, insensitive comment that you can make in this climate. I, I have to use the word stupid. I'm sorry, you guys. We don't use that in our house. You know, it's it's taboo. But I have to say, it's just not smart. It's not smart to make that comment. Um, but they. After they had made uh, offers, settlement offers to the 22 women at $100,000 a pop, you have two more come out. Isn't that just the most quinky so, so thing? So, so Deshaun Watson decided to pay the 22 women 100000 $100, a piece. So, so that's, that's $2.2 million. Dollars. Okay, okay. Dropping the bucket. And we said it, Tate. You and I had talked about this before, and we said that would have been nothing to give, right? right. Not, 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 not on the $46 million contract. Yeah. Thank, thanks, everybody in the live chat for joining us. We're just trying to jump right to this. We'll, 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 we'll get with you guys, too, so at some point in the show. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So the, the gist of the matter here is when we start talking about it and we start putting it out, the other two don't surprise me. We already know that four of the, the 22 said they wouldn't even be coming forth. Family members of those four said that they wouldn't be coming forth if it wasn't about the money, right? And mm -hmm. then you have to think back, who were these, these people represented by? They were represented by lawyers with ties to the Houston, Texans. So you, this whole thing kind of is, is a snowball effect. Am I saying Deshaun Watson is, is right? No, I'm, that is not what I'm saying at all. Please don't hear that. There, there may be some women in this whole thing that were victims. But ask yourself this question. They vetted this man. They paid this man all that money. The Houston, Texas paid him all that bread. Like, like, like $150 million, right? Right. And then when he said, hey, y'all got to trade me because y'all not building a team around me, or they're like, oh, oh, okay, we'll get you. Now, this is information that they had to have known before, right? So if it's information they had to have known before, it came out. Houston judges are not picking it up. The the court the courts of Texas courts are not picking it up, right? So there's no criminal case. The NFL has vetted him for a week and a half now, and they're not they're not 
even looking like they're going to take a whole bunch of action. But I will say this, they're getting heat because we're hearing now people are starting, my own fan base is starting to cry wolf because they're like, okay, uh, Ezekiel got six games for less. You know, this, this man should get six to ten easy for what's popping off and transcri- transcribing and transpiring in um, Cleveland or that what happened in Houston. But I have to say this. Here's, here's my thing, and, and, and I've just been reading, gaining more information, gaining more information, gaining more information. The Shield doesn't have as much power as they had when they suspended Ezekiel Elliott. That, that, those days are gone. You have an independent um, prosec- or independent judge now hearing these cases. So independently, the, the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. can't do what the S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to do. Well, when, 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 when you refer to the S.H.I.E.L.D., I think you're probably just talking about Roger Goodell. When we're talking about the NFL, the S.H.I.E.L.D., the S.H.I.E.L.D., definitely. But yeah, but, but Roger Goodell is the one who, who, who rendered the punishments and what was going to be done in the past. Now, like you said, they have an independent somebody, if it's a judge or somebody outside of the, of the NFL organization to make those decisions. But I've read that if Roger Goodell is not on board with the punishment, then he can still step in. He, he can he can step in, but it's limited because the this was part of the bargaining agreement uh, in the NFL player uh, players association where they were like, no, 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 we want somebody independently to hear because you're biased. Basically, use Big G's word, <laughs> you're biased. You know, and, and definitely at this point, I don't think. I think they're going to give him about three to four games. I just think it's going to happen. If they give him any more, look for him to appeal and get that shrunk to about three or four games. But right now, Vegas got uh, – and it's, it's funny to me because Vegas got them winning the North. And, and, and they have them winning the North to such a degree that everybody who's betting on this right now and there's people who are actually putting their money down are going to lose their shirt, bro. So I, I'm thinking in my mind – and they still – they. Keep in mind, the Browns still have uh, Baker backing them up, so they could still be, you know, decent and serviceable to Deshaun get back. But, you know, honestly, with this Deshaun case, my point of view, which is what you asked me, I, it, it it could go both ways, and it's funny. It's a whole bunch of uh, he said, she said, um, even in the deposition, some of the stuff that was uniform across the board, those things they did, but they took the money for it also, right? They took money for the services also, services hey, rendered. So now they came back and sued. Let, let me ask you this. So, and when we talked on our show, the Know It All's podcast, you you mentioned something about the, the Houston Texans, you know, front office ownership and all them being in cahoots with some of these women. Is is, is Have you heard any more? Is any of that true? Well, I mean, you got to think about it. The the, the lawyers that were rep- – there was one lawyer that was representing all 22 of them, and he had Texan ties. He had Houston Texan ties, right? Okay. That's the strangest come off that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Why is it that your lawyer, y'all are accusing him, and your lawyer has Houston Texans? I don't care if it's Houston. Houston's a big place, bro. Houston's one of the biggest places in the United States. So there's many of lawyers who could have took up their case. Why did that, that one in particular? What, 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 what do you think about, about the homie George Teston saying if, if, he, if he pays them off, this still hurts his reputation? George, I, 
I, I agree, George. But who's gonna? I'm gonna tell you something, dude. Ben Roethlisberger is his reputation hurt? We 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 talking here. I mean, Ben's gonna go down as, as one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game, and everybody's not talking about that. Yeah, it hurt Kobe Bryant's reputation for a moment, but ain't nobody talking about that, right? Yeah, especially if he's paying them a hundred thousand. I'm, I'm guessing each one of them will have to be, have to sign an NDA too. Yes, sir. That's the NDA, and everything's gonna be closed. Don't stop people from coming out after the fact. But I mean, at this point, and then think about this, Tate. Think about this, B Dirt. I need for y'all to ask answer this question yourself. You and I, all three of us, own a steel shop. One customer comes to us to buy steel, and this guy burns me. He burns Tate. By the time he gets to you, and we all three know each other, don't you think we would have already told you, "Hey man, oh, yeah. this guy is gonna burn," right? Yep. How did it happen twenty two times? Can you tell me how it happened 22 times, 22 different individuals? Yeah. Can you tell it, me how that happened? You know, um, I, I, I will say this, and I, I do want to address the Browns favored in Vegas uh, comment uh, before I go on, uh, on with this uh, Sean Watson. But the Browns are favored. Vegas favors people to move bets. It's not a prognostication that they – it doesn't really say they think they're going to win. They think they need to put them there because more people are going to bet on the Browns. So they have to change those odds around. But the, the, the thing that I really think hurt uh, the Deshaun Watson uh, case when, it, when you look at the suspensions and things like that is Trevor Bauer. Uh, Major League Baseball uh, suspended him for two years. He never got um, – uh, convicted of anything, they, you know the the, the judge basically threw it out. But I'm telling baseball. you, public the court of public opinion is going That's to get baseball, and we're not in the court of public opinion. We're we're in an independent judge's opinion. Correct. Right? But I'm saying, you know, at the beginning There's no of this, jury there. at the beginning of this, you said that you, you know months ago you didn't think he was going to get suspended at all. I think he's going to get at least half the season. I think he's going to get at least eight games. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they started at a year, and then, like you said, he appeals it, and they settle on eight. That, that's my guess. And that's on top of the fact that he didn't play last year. So they look at it as, you know, if you take time served, it's a year and a half. You know, he's not going to be we we, 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 we we had this discussion before, me and mine, on our show, and last year was totally in the Houston, Texas. He wasn't suspended. He got paid. Correct. Well, yeah. But he didn't play. He didn't play. You're right. Right. And then, and I'm with you on that, Beater, which is why I told Tate in the very beginning, I don't think he gets any games because it's time served. Look at it as time served. He didn't play at all, right? Um, and I agree. I hear what you're saying. I think you're going to take some game checks away from him, though. Yeah, not dissing your opinion. But what I'm saying is two different sports, two different vantage points, two different judges. So you're not going to get the same look that Major League Major League Baseball ain't the money earner that NFL is. And Deshaun Watson, like it or not, at the Cleveland Browns, is must-see TV. The Browns didn't pay that much money to have him sit out half of the seat. I guarantee you. So there's something that's happening behind the scenes we don't know about. And the NFL, like I said, he's been 
he has been very um all of the news that i've heard down this way is that he's been so cooperative with them they're like running out of questions to ask correct and major league baseball does not like trevor bauer they would like to run him out the guy's you know has a past of being kind of a thorn let me let me let me let me give you guys my take real quick so I agree with B. Dirt. I think he gets between six and eight games suspension. Um, you brought up mod at the, in the beginning of what you were saying in today's climate, you know, with the, the whole Me Too movement and things that's been going on, you know, with, 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 with situations like this over the past four or five years. And like B. Dirt said, public opinion, I don't think the NFL can just let it go and not give him anything. So I think you'll get something. Maybe he gets eight games. Maybe he appeals and turns to four. As far as the Browns, the Browns schedule, I think the NFL might know some because the Browns, their first, their first eight are easier than their last eight. They they open up against the Jets, the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, which you know you you can probably say yeah, seems seems like a down year for us. So even without Deshaun Watson. Those guys could potentially go four and zero. I'll say three and one because they'll lose to the Steelers, of course. But uh, you know, so I think it's kind of set up. Well, he'll, he'll get something. May not be anything super huge. May not be the six to eight. I think may just be four. But I think because of the court of public opinion, the climate with the Me Too movement and that culture, that he will get something. They can't just you know find him and and, and let him let but, him play. Let me ask day. you. Let me ask you a question. And George. You make a great point. The NFL didn't suspend him, the Texans did. But get this, and you said they're going to protect the shield. I absolutely agree if they were the ones making the final decision. But let me ask you a question. If you didn't get in in, in the in a civil matter, a civil matter is civil. It's like somebody suing you over rent. It's like somebody suing you over money that you owe them that you haven't paid. That's different. That's not criminal. Right. In a criminal court, there's nothing. He has no criminal charges, right? So He's a man with no, with a man with no criminal charges who has not been charged with any criminal activity, you're gonna say the whole year you're out. That's not gonna fly. I guarantee you, NFL Players Association will not let a whole year fly. Will they let four to six games fly? Absolutely. And I think at this point, I agree with you guys when we say four games. And and but I can't see him doing more than four. I just can't. Can't see him doing more than four. If he has to do four. Right. So that's that's certainly something the Brown have to figure out. So piggybacking off that, do 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 they keep and play Baker Mayfield? Does Baker Mayfield show up for the first four games and let the Browns use him like that? Like what happens with that situation? B Dirt, I'll let you chime first. Man, I I don't think he can. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I mean, would would he do it? I, I wouldn't do it if I was him. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't go out there. You, you made you it, to me. They need to move on from him, uh, Baker. I, I mean, I, I I would not. You know, I I, I tend to think that he's pouty and um, a little emotional sometimes for my liking. But on this one, I actually think he's in the right to, to get out of there. I think he deserves to go. They need to send him somewhere. I think I think Baker is a, a, a Lake Travis kid, definitely. I mean, Lake Travis. 
Lake, Tra Lake Travis is where he came from high school here in Austin, Texas. Uh, okay. You know, definitely uh, uh, privileged in the sense to where, you know, he, he likes getting his way. So I'm not going to say that ain't an issue. Um, you know, but at the same time, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. You know, the organization may need him. He got friends on the team, you know, and play those four games. You still got time to get traded. You may play your way into getting traded to somebody may get hurt. You get traded to a really good organization. So, you know, it, does he rock the boat or doesn't he? You know, I think it I think it'll be Baker's family that'll be more hurt than Baker himself. Right. I think it'll be his family like, you know, uh, all of his support group and the people who are always making noise for him in the background. Those will be the people who will be more hurt. Baker would go out and play football. So if they have to, if Deshaun is is uh, definitely suspended, I could see Baker coming in playing those four games, trying to play his way into a starting role in somebody else's. System. And that's the key. He can, if he comes out and look good, his trade value goes up too. And if he plays four games, then basically if his trade value goes up, then the team that trades for him is only on the hook for three quarters of what his contract was at the beginning of the season because the Browns will have already played a quarter of it because he played four games for him, right? Right, so absolutely. I could see him coming and potentially doing that. I don't know how easy it would be for him to do. You'd have to swallow a lot of pride. And so, I mean, I, I don't know, but, you know, okay. So we we kind of talked about the Browns. Now, Ma, I know you got to get out of here, man. Before you go, don't ask you this. We got another team with a situation in the AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens, and Lamar Jackson's contract. I want to ask you one question. One question, bro. Does Lamar Jackson deserve Dak Prescott money? Wow, you got to think about that? Lamar Jackson won the MVP and been to the playoffs every year except last year when he got hurt. There's a thought to that? Yeah, there's a real thought to that. Okay. And, and, and there's, there's something I need to add on Baker. Uh, you have to, uh, 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 Baker, you have to think about his character. Texas Tech, he set the bench. He went to Texas Tech behind a quarterback that, um, you know, he played with in Lake Travis. Then he, then he transferred to Oklahoma, right? Uh, and he was the man there in Oklahoma system. So Baker knows how to, you know, wait and bide his time. He's not that type of dude to where he's going to just like, you know, screw everybody. I'm not tripping. I'm tripping. He ain't that dude. Plus, he got endorsements and everything else. So he, he ain't hurting. That's for certain. Um, but with Lamar, here's the thing about Lamar. L Lamar is crucial to the team. He is without Lamar Jackson, that Baltimore offense is uh, it's, it's out of here. You know what I mean? Um, you know, because he gives them the run pass option. He runs the RPO better than anybody in the game. I mean, you know, he's lightning quick, you know, quick as a cat, fast. Um, the reason why I hesitated on the money, man, is is are we have we seen Lamar Jackson ceiling? That's the question. That's the question you have to ask yourself. Have we seen the ceiling? Have we seen how good he's ever going to be? If, if we've seen that, then no. I mean, if he's not going to get any better and you're not putting receivers around him to help him get better, why are you paying him all that dough? You know what I mean? I, well, I haven't what, seen what, them try what, to help what, him what, offensively. What yet. if his ceiling? What if his ceiling was his MVP year? If he if he does that other years and that's his ceiling, that's pretty good. If, you, good if your ceiling is MVP level, yeah, it's good enough. 
I, I think he does deserve the contract. I think the is he good I, as Mahomes? And they gave him so Baltimore gave him a good offer. I, I think the where their the disconnection lies is the guaranteed money because I think Baltimore is kind of hedging the way he plays. I mean, is he going to be often injured? I don't know. That's that's the hard part. Do you give him a, a really loaded contract and guaranteed money, or do you kind of hey look, we're going to give you a huge contract, but we're not going to guarantee three-fourths of it. We're going to guarantee a third of it. Um, I think that's where that's where the disconnect in. I, I think he deserves the money. It's the guaranteed portion about it that's kind of a, a hard argument. I, I would say he deserves the money more than Dak deserves. I, like it's a more of an argument saying, does Dak deserve Dak contract? Because I would say no. Uh, and the other thing is, in Baltimore, uh, Deshaun – or excuse me, uh, Lamar is love. So I went to a Pirates game yesterday, and there was a, a, a baseball team there from Baltimore, kids 11 and under, and I was talking to a couple of the parents about it, and we started talking about football. And they were talking about how, how much stuff Lamar Jackson does in the community. He'll just show up at high school football games and watch you know high school football games in Baltimore and sign autographs and take pictures with everybody. And they, this absolutely beloved. So – you know, I, I think you put all those things together. You know, I think they'll get a deal done. It's just like our argument. You know what, Peter? You know what's funny? What you just described was Dak Prescott. Correct. And not to mention, not to mention, Jerry Jones make thanks of these boys as sons. He's like, you know, come here, let me put you under my yeah. arm, let me pay you because I want to keep you here as my teammate or as my quote unquote son. Yeah, but you I, I guys are taking point. some lumps because of a few of your big uh, uh, contracts right now because you're having a hard time signing some other complimentary pieces. I don't want to make this about the Cowboys, but think about who, what other quarterback had, outside of Tony Romo, what other quarterback have we had? We went fishing to find Tony Romo, and then after we found Tony Romo, we lucked up into Dak Prescott. So yeah. we've had a run full of horrible quarterbacks. Yeah. So keeping the quarterback there is, is important. I want to talk about Joe Beckham. What Joel Beckham just said, that's a question right there. That's a question. What if the Browns are 4-0, do you bench him? Do you bench Baker Mayfield if the Browns yeah. are 4-0? You definitely do. For Deshaun Watson, 100%. Deshaun Watson. Especially if you're playing the Panthers and the Jets. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. going to be 4 Deshaun wow. Watson is the quarterback no matter what. When soon as he comes back. And he wow. can have a he can, they can be four and zero. Deshaun Watson come back and they go zero and four. Deshaun Watson still the quarterback when they're four and four <laughs> going into the ninth game of the season. Wow, I agree. I agree. Wow, because really? you're paying him forty six million dollars a year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I understand it. And yes, uh, vodka drinker uh, Patrick Mahomes is from. Uh, no, he didn't run Mayfield out of Texas Tech. No, uh, Baker left. Because he had a chance to play with Lincoln Riley now down in Oklahoma, but no, seriously, uh, honestly, bro, there, 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 there was another good quarterback. Baker came in and beat out of Oklahoma. Was his name Allen or something like that? When, no, when he first uh, got to Oklahoma, Baker was a walk on. He beat he beat this guy transfer somewhere else because Baker beat him out as a walk on. Boy, the boy he beat out turned it. They turned him into a, I think it was. Uh, his last name was Bell. They called him the Bell Dozer. He beat Bell, him. but I thought it was somebody else named Allen. I could, I could, I could. No, he beat him out. Yeah, he was trash. 
<laughs> so they they had to they had to get a new quarterback anyway. Um, I, honestly, I, and and I'm done after this. Be dirt for real. I hear what you're saying, and 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 uh, uh, take. I hear what you're saying. I'm not at all. Uh, that doesn't fall on me, and, and as deaf ears or, or other statement. But if Baker's four and zero, that's a heck of a trade piece. And then that's a heck of a – I mean, because you have the chemistry going, you got the mojo going, you got the machine going. He done, That means he just beat the Steelers, right, who who are vying for the North Championship. Steelers are game five for them, maybe? Game four. four right? Four? Game four. Okay. Game four. Yeah, that means that beat, he beat the Steelers. He's 4-0. He beat the Steelers. Man, you got Trevor, – Trevor, Trevor Knight, who I was talking about. I think he transferred oh, to Texas Tech. Trevor, Trevor Knight. Yeah. But, but – let me ask you a question. If if you got that type of chemistry going, do, do honestly, do you break that chemistry up for Deshaun Watson? Hey man, 46 yep. million. Zeke, Zeke, Zeke play for y'all because he's getting the money. Because Pollard is better right now. <laughs> so when when you, you do when, hey, when so you get Pollard's money, better, you don't play. Pollard's better than than a man who was banged up. Listen, I'm gonna give Zeke this is Zeke's proof loser to prove it yet for me. Right before I could say that, he was hurt all last year, man. He was hurt all last year. And they were talking about uh and, and I was trying to wait and say this for the Know It All. Well, I, we'll talk about this on the Know It All podcast. But listen, okay. I will say this. I will say this on the Deshaun Watson thing. When it comes down to it, be dirt. When it comes down to it, tape. If you can't prove him having any involvement in any, any criminal activity. How can you justify? Even I understand the shield is trying to protect the shield, but how can you justify giving this man a game? You cannot. You well, can't. Well, I think I think I think in the court again, the court of public opinion, and if he paying women off, even though they can't say nothing, that make it look suspect right there. Twenty four women though. How much time's he got on his hands? I don't even know how he pulls it <laughs> off with his schedule. Jeez. Hey, man, it's massages. And see, that's another thing. Think about that, B-Dart. These are all massages, right, yeah. from people who are around the team. He ain't going to just average. He ain't going to, to Joe Schmo massage yeah. parlor. He ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? He's going to people who are affiliated I, with the Texans team. I, I don't care. If Baker plays – during a suspension, I don't care if it's four games or six games. I don't care if he's undefeated. If he gets suspended for four games on the on the Monday after the fourth game, have the moving truck at your house. I don't care if you're four zero or zero and four. They, he's gone. Right about that. You putting this stuff in a in a plastic bag? And yeah, you get two men in a truck. And have that thing loaded up Monday morning, bro. You're going hey, somewhere Ma, else. Ma, Ma, well, one more thing before, before you got to go, man. And th- th- this is going to push me and B. Me and B Dirt and talking about the Bengals and the Steelers to finish out. So I asked the question. I think we, we talked about it in, in our Slack channel for the know-it-alls. I sent the text. Who, 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 two questions. Who you got between Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert? And then, who do you think the Steelers' starting quarterback should be? From in your opinion, not being a Steeler fan, not having any 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 stake in the game, what do you think? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with the, the obvious question. Uh, we we Justin Herbert is a dog, but he ain't Joe Burrow. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm, I, he he's not Joe Burrow. 
I mean, I, you can say what you want to say about Joe Burrow, and and I was I've said you know Joe Joe Burrow is a top quarterback in the NFL. He was good his first year, just didn't have no protection, got hurt. He was really good his second year with no protection. Now let's see what he's gonna do in this third. This is the this is the year. This is the year where people don't sat down with that clicker and like, oh, this is what he like to do. Okay, all right, because we're playing professional professional football. Boys just don't let you run amok. You got to continue to develop your game, you know, because they're they're looking at your tendencies. But if Joe Burrow does it again this year, I mean, for real, like, like sky's the limit for him. You know, we'll be talking about him with Patrick Mahomes for a long time. Second question, I don't think it's even a debate, man. I mean, Kenny Pickett is ready, um, but Mitch Trubisky is tried, man, and I think he's more of a game manager, and he'll be able to keep y'all together. You know, uh, Kenny Pickett has never seen the, the speed of the NFL, like he's about to see the speed of the NFL. So he only the elite quarterbacks are able to make that jump to, to where they're like the speed and the timing is everything. They got it together. But they say in the OTAs, he looks great. But, I mean, it's, it's OTAs, right? But I still would go with Trubisky, you know, set, play it safe. If I can get – man, if I could – man, if I could get, you know, uh, uh, win five of the first seven games – with Mitch, we're good. We're good, for real. I, I think Trubisky is the way to lean right now just because if, if you look at the, the game film on, on Kenny Pickett and you critique him, um, you know, he had some happy feet in college. I mean, he looks great in OTAs because he's wearing that red jersey. When he starts getting hit in the mouth, I think, he, you know, happy feet might come back. I, I think he should probably – lean on Trubisky, like you're saying, good game manager, and let him slowly come in. Yeah, okay. Definitely agree. And then you got a, a, a dog running back back here, man. You got an animal oh, yeah. at, at running back, and y'all improved the offensive line. And with a, a makeshift offensive line, he went for a, a stack last year. 1,200, so, yeah. Yeah, imagine what he's going to do with an, off, an actual offensive line. So and Najee, 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 you know, Najee's come back in OTAs so far this offseason. He's put on like five pounds of muscle. He just looks so much bigger than he did last year. His, his, he has like Earl, Earl Campbell quads and thighs, like literally. Saquon Barkley, his thighs, and dude is just quick. I mean, I'm looking for him, Najee, to go for 1400 this year. On, on, on the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert thing. I gotta, I got I gotta agree with you. I gotta go. We don't gotta ask you that, B. That we know who you're going with, but I gotta, I gotta go with Joe Burrow. I mean, I think, I think Herbert has more in his bag from a tool standpoint. Yeah. You know, six, six, five, stronger arm. You know, all those intangibles. But Joe Burrow has the intangibles: the moxie, the cool, yeah. the calm under pressure. Just all those things is Joe the Burrow. It, the it factor. Yeah. There you go. You know what I'm saying. There hey, you go. I, I know. I know when he played the, my Longhorns. That's when I. That's when I knew he was something. I mean, we were, we were coming down trading blow for blow, but then he just he downshifted and went to another gear. And I'm like, man, who is it? Of course, you, I mean, you got Jamar Chase and, and and the other guy. I forget the other guy's name. Justin um, Jefferson. Just, just yeah, Jordan Jefferson. Yeah. So I mean, you got and they were killing us, but. I mean, he yeah. was standing back there throwing darts. Yeah, he and I was like, man, who is this dude? 
And I mean, the moxie he had was like unbelievable. So I've seen it for a couple of years, you know what I'm saying, and watch it play out. And and the boy's good, man. The boy's good. I mean, anybody who's going to light up a stogie after they win, like, you know, hey, <laughs> this, is what I, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that you can keep an eye on. Yeah, I like I like Joe Burrow. But hey, 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 my thanks for joining us, man. Before you go, pl plug what you doing, man. Let let the people know what you got going on, man. Definitely, you guys. Thank you for having me on uh, on behind the steel curtain. Love all y'all Steelers fans. You know, uh, definitely, we got a great rivalry with the Cowboys, man. We are a part of the Know It All podcast. Know It All podcast happens directly after this one, so make sure that you check it out. Of course, it's know-it-alls. You'll find it on YouTube. That's what we do. That's who we are. We are know-it-alls because we do know-it-all. B-Dirt don't know nothing, but we know-it-all. No, all right. You'll, you'll find me in the chat room apologizing to you Celtics fans over there. <laughs> hey, I'm out of here. Okay, See man. Thanks. Yeah. B-Dirt. Yes, sir. Me and you, man. So, you know what I want to talk to you about, man. You know, we're gonna talk now. We let we left to talk about the Bengals and the Steelers. So Bengals first. Now, what I really want to know, man, is do you think they will? And do you think the Bengals can repeat and win the AFC North? I definitely think we can. Um, I, you know, we we really shored up some of our glaring weaknesses last year off of the offensive line, um uh especially. So I, I really like some of the the signings, the draft picks, I think everything's great. Um, but, you know, like we've, we've said, I mean, the North is a beast. Uh, the AFC North is – it's tough. Um, you know, I, I really think that it's going to be the the healthiest team at the end of the season. I really do. I think it comes down – it's going to really, really come down to that. Um, if everybody's healthy, I like our chances as much as everybody. Uh, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be a gauntlet. Right. And and I think I mean AFC North is tough as is, but it gets even tougher if Mitchell Trubisky plays well. Absolutely. If he plays well, I mean, because all the teams are really good on both sides of the ball. And you know, we we're kind of doubting the Steelers because of the, the unknown, the question mark of the quarterback position. I mean, the the AFC West, I'd say, is stronger just because every every one of those quarterbacks is more proven. Yep. So at the on the bottom of that, at least from a from a perspective standpoint, you probably would put Derek Carr at the bottom. Yeah. You know, and that's a so, tough division, man. That's a tough division. Right. You got Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. And then in our division, you got Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Mr. Trubisky. You know, we don't know. So that's mm -hmm. that's the difference in the two divisions. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I don't yeah. know. But uh, Sonia over here in the chat, is, I mean, there is no automatic win in our division. No. The Browns uh, being a bye week is done with. That's over with. You're 100% right. You're right, Sonia. That, that, there, there's no automatic wins in the North. You better you better buck with that chin strap and come to play every single Sunday. Every yeah. single Sunday. But – uh. Be dirt. Well, you been hearing anything? You been keeping up with the Bengals OTA OTAs? Like any any news out of there that you got? Anything like that? I have, I have. You know, um, uh, Bates obviously has been uh, uh, 
a sore spot for us, um, refusing to play underneath the uh, the franchise, franchise tag. Yeah. But but um, uh, the the kid out of uh, Cam Taylor Britt, Nebraska, um, out of Nebraska, has looked outstanding, and and they're playing him in multiple positions, which has been great. I think he can actually see some safety work even. Um, They've been pleasantly surprised with uh, the safety out of um, Anderson out of Toledo. Okay, uh, they yeah. got in the later rounds. Uh, so, so I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I just don't think Bates is worth you know top five. I, I don't think it's worth fifteen he, twenty he's million not, a year. He's not, he, he's not worth Minka Fitzpatrick money. No, no, not at right. all. And um, right. so I, I think it's going to be uh, tough. Uh, the other the other kid that's looked really good is. Um, out of North Dakota State, the uh, Cordell Volson. Volson. Um, he's uh, offensive lineman. Offensive lineman out of North Dakota State, um, but he, they really smart. Um, he's already learned every position on the line. Knows all the plays, all the calls. Um, his, I, I think he's that Swiss Army knife. I don't think he's going to start this year. Um, but I think that he's somebody that we can plug and play at pretty much any any position if we have any injuries or any any issues like that. So yeah, good stuff from what I'm hearing so far. Okay, okay. Well, you know the the reports out of Steelers camp. We've had two weeks of of voluntary, um, you know, camp. So not tomorrow. Tuesday is the mandatory camp starts for you know. For this week coming, um, yeah, um, well, you know, well, the big news so far for the Steelers the past couple of weeks, we we got a new GM, Omar Khan, mm-hmm. but you know, he's he's been under Kevin Colbert's expert tutelage for the last twenty one years since he's been there. So, you know, I, I know there'll be some changes, some more. He's much much younger, so more more, you know probably more analytics and stuff involved mm-hmm. in some of the decision-making with a lot of the young guys. I can see some of that happening. But still, the you know, the Steeler way is a Steeler way. So some of that stuff won't change. But, you know, some of the stuff in his decision, personal decision-making will change. I mean, you know, the way, the way he sees the game. But, you know, like the way the Steelers do business and the way they do things and stuff like that, that that's just a cultural thing. And, Mike Tomlin still the coach, and Mr. Rooney still the owner. So that stuff will stay the same. Uh, Stephon Tewitt retired, kind of unexpected, but not unexpected. You know, Stephon Tewitt was a great player for us for eight years. Second round out of Notre Dame, I believe in 2013. Was it 15? I think it was 13. He came the same year Ryan Shazier came, whenever that was. Shazier was a first-round pick. Tewitt was a second-round pick. That's a heck of a draft for the Steelers. You get yeah. Shazier and Tewitt in the in the first and second rounds. But uh, yeah, he retired. He didn't play last year. His brother was tragically killed in a hit-and-run accident down in Georgia, and he was dealing with a knee injury. And, you know, I have a brother. I couldn't I, – I mean, I couldn't imagine it. I wouldn't know, you know, how to feel or how I would move on. I don't know. So, you know, I respect his decision because it's his decision. I'm yeah. sure he talked it over with his family, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, some Steeler fans have said he stole money last year. I don't think he stole money. I mean, he just was an employee that, that needed time off, right? 
That was last yeah. year. And this year he retired. So, you know, he could have stole money if he came, his heart wasn't in it. If he came out there and was a shell of himself and you're paying him this $11 million contract this year and he's not doing nothing, then he's stealing money. So, you yeah. know, he, he retired, saves us $9 million on the cap. I like I like the guys we have on the defensive line. Um, a lot of young guys. Well, Cam Hayward, Tyson, Alawalu, not young, but you know we got young Chris Wormley. You know Chris Wormley's your guy from Michigan. Yep. He's he he he's good. He's good with the with the rush, but kind of gets victimized on the on in the run game in the rush game. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got we drafted the kid Leal out of Texas A and M. Uh, we got Louder Milk from. Out of Wisconsin last year, he's like six seven. I believe he he was like two eighty last year. I believe he's up like three ten now. So he's put on a lot of wow. a lot of weight, a lot of muscle going that six seven frame. You know, and I like the guy Montrevious Adams. We picked him up midway through the year off the Saints practice squad. I really like him. I think he'll split time with Tyson Alualu. You know, a little, a little more a little more quick twitch from the, in that position when you put him in there. Tyson is the muscle. He's the the bull, the bull rusher and the run stopper. So I mean, I like the mix that we have. We could go out and try and get a veteran guy. I don't know. We have twenty one million dollars in cap space. We could we could swing big if, if we wanted to. I don't know that they will. But so that's the defensive line. Um, I already talked about Najee Harris looking good. I like the really like the receiver room. I mean, I think you got to give you got to give you guys the Bengals. The number one receiver room in the division with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Those guys are, are really good, a good threesome. But I like our threesome isn't as proven, but I like Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. We drafted George Pickens. Mm-hmm. And then we got the kid uh Calvin Austin the third out of Memphis. You know, like like 429, 40 speed, little, and he's not just fast, he's quick twitch. Yeah. You know, he's in and out of his breaks. I mean, he could be really good. And I like, I even like, you know, the other guys, the five and six receivers. I mean, you're talking about Anthony Miller was a, was a second round pick for the Bears. He's like only 27 years old, might have something to prove. Out of Memphis also. And Miles Boykin out of Notre Dame, 6'4, like two, 225, really fast. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't really prove himself. In Baltimore, but then Baltimore never didn't never really throw the ball good. And when they did, they threw it to their tight ends. That's why Hollywood Brown got out of there. So as a as a fifth or sixth receiver, I like those guys. You know what I mean? So I, I like our receiver room. The offensive line is reworked. I like it. I think Mason Cole will be the center with uh James Daniel at right guard. Choops over there with him on the other side. I think you have Kevin Dodson and Dan Moore. Um, so you know, I like the line. And now quarterback. And you guys kind of answered the question, and I'm I'm kind of with you guys, man. I'm I, I I waver back and forth. I just know, I know uh, the seventh round pick Odulakin is not going to play. I think he'll make this. He'll be on the practice squad, and they're grooming him. They're grooming him to be inexpensive backup. I think for Kenny Pickett when Kenny Pickett is ready to take over. Mm-hmm. But for the next two years, it's going to be Kenny Pickett and Mitch. Um, right now, I probably would go with Mitch, though. You know, I, I think I, I think he's I think he's going to come back with something to prove himself. You know, I mean, he had a, a 
up and down career in Chicago, did make a Pro Bowl, uh, took the Bears to the playoffs two times. People will say not good coaching Matt Nagy. He went to Buffalo for a year, sat behind Josh Allen, the Brian Dable offense. Brian Dable is now the coach for the New York Giants. But I really think that Mitch has something to prove, and I think he has the weapons around. He didn't have to win the game, just don't lose the game. I mean, when you're talking about those receivers we talked about, I think Pratt, Pat Fryermuth will make a big jump in year two. I actually got him being a top five to top ten tight end, really. I think he's that good. And with Najee Harris running the ball, I mean, and our defense is going to be really strong. That's the thing. So if Mitch can help him put 24 points on the board, I think we'll be in a lot of games. Well, what, what do you think about the Steelers, B-Dirt? Um, I, I think Najee Harris is the key to me. Um, you know, that's where I would game plan um, most of my – my uh, defensive prowess too. Um, I think that I, I think that's going to be the key to stopping the, the Steelers. I think they're going to try to control the ball. I think they're going to try and uh, shorten the game, if you would, um, and, and lean on their defense in a run game. Uh, very much Steelers football, right? Right. Uh, so uh, you know they know how to win. They have proven pedigree. Uh, you can't count them out. I think it's going to be a lot of, of it, it's one of those weird situations though, where you, you look at it as, you know, game management, but there's so many explosive pieces in your wide receiver uh, room that I think that, that you look at it as game management, but a four yard pass could end up a 40 yard game pretty quick. Um, so that's a, uh, you know, I think that's the key. I, I don't, you have too good of a defense, and you have too many pieces to think that you're not going to be in that. Hey, man, and where and where and where do you factor Mike Tomlin in in, in your thoughts in that? Um, you know, it's funny because living in Pittsburgh, I hear a lot of uh, of Tomlin bashing. Uh, I listen to ninety three seven the fan a lot. Um, I I get these podcasts from behind the steel curtain as well. Um. And, and and I hear a lot of a lot of people chime in when they're calling in. Not the not the the sports um, authorities here, if you would, but people <laughs> calling in um, and bashing Tomlin. And I, I I I mean, as somebody that's had I mean, Marvin Lewis was my best coach, right? I would have taken Tomlin at any point in time during our history. Uh, even the Sam Weiss days, I would take Tomlin. Um, right. So I, I think he's just a great coach. And, um, you know, he does have his little quirky comments and, and quotes. Like, you, you can, you know, you can, you can know you're going to hear, rest assured, you're going to hear two or three of his, you know, uh, kind of top ten quotes in any given any given Sunday. So Right. But, uh, but, yeah, I think he's great. I think he's a great coach. But do, but so I agree with you, and the people, the fans, the Pittsburgh fans, that that Tomlin bash, I don't get it. Like, what do you guys want to do? Who would we go get outside of Bill Belichick that's that has better credentials or better than Tomlin right now? I mean, if you hear the play, players love playing for this guy. Yeah, the players love playing for this guy. Yeah, there you go. Tomlinisms. Yes, right. The standard right, 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 is right. the standard. You got it. <laughs> 
But uh, but how do you think he factors in this season? I mean, I go back to 2019. They almost well, they had Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. At one point in this season, they they I think they started 0 and 4 that year, and they got up to 8 and 5. And the mm-hmm. last three games, like the 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 bottom fell out, right? Yeah. You know, you got you got Duck playing, mm-hmm. Mason that got hurt again in the game against the Jets, and we lost to the Jets. I believe the Ravens. I can't remember the last game. Might have been the Bengals, but we lost three straight to finish eight and eight. But we were eight and five, and it was talking about Tomlin being coach of the year because of who he was winning with. You know what I mean? When they were eight and five, uh, Duck Hodges could have won uh, a race for mayor here. Right. Everybody <laughs> loved him. Right. Fun story, you know. That fell off quick. Yeah. But yeah. So they they could have made the playoffs that year. That was a great Tomlin coaching job. The guy never loses. I don't see him losing this year. I'm not saying they're gonna win a division, but I think at minimum with 17 games now, he's nine and eight. And I don't understand the Tomlin hate. But yeah, B Dirt. So man, you got you got anything in any any closing thoughts? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to plug? B Dirt is always he's been a guest on the Know It All podcast with us from time to time. He's always in the live chat, third stirring things up with Big G. And if you guys, Big G hasn't been on here yet, you met my earlier day. If you don't know Big G, check us out this evening. Big G always has wild things to say. B Dirt. Yeah. Yeah, and he he's definitely gonna go in on me a little bit, I'm sure, because we've been uh, in some of our chats talking a little a little fun trash over here with the Celtics and and some other things. So uh, yeah, it should be a fun one. I'm definitely gonna be turning it tuning into that. But uh, you know, I'm just you know we got about two weeks left. Um, we'll be wrapping up the the Stanley Cup playoffs in a, in two or three weeks. We're wrapping up. Uh, you know, another couple of weeks, the NBA will be wrapped up. Um, and, uh, you know, you see it's it's football time, man. It's football time. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, looking forward to this season more than any season I can remember, quite honestly. Yeah, probably, pro- pro- probably since the 89 season, last time yeah. you came off a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, and 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 I feel like we did more uh, in the offseason. I, I, I really like the – the aggressiveness they had, the signings they had. I mean, we have a a gauntlet to run through. Our schedule is not for the meek, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but, well, you, uh, got, you got you got no, you got number one schedule. But to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? There you go. There you go. You got a first so, place schedule. I meant to say, you got yeah. a first place schedule. You win a division, then you play all division winners. You know, yeah. in those other games. So like you playing the Cowboys. You're playing the, the Bills, the Chiefs. You're playing all those guys, man. You got, yeah, I, got, got a loaded schedule. I got to see if we can hang a 50-burger on Mod's team there, huh? Hey, I hope, hope, hope you guys <laughs> smash the Dallas Cowboys. It's not hard for me to root for teams in the division because as long as the Steelers handle their business and beat the teams, I don't have no reason to root against you guys. Yeah. But let me let, let me say this. I think we talked about it. I know we talked about this with Big G real quick, and this has to do with the Bengals. Man, how good was Boomer Esiason, man? Oh, Boomer was great. Boomer was great. Boomer, when we looked at his numbers one day, we had into a discussion about something. And Boomer, I wouldn't have thought some of those numbers that he had are those numbers. Boomer was great. 
No, and, and him and Sam Weiss with doing, uh, you know, they were before the, the K-Gun and, and some of that stuff that uh, Buffalo was doing. They really were pretty innovative in some of their offensive strategy and thinking, too. It was, right. It was, it was a fun time to watch. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a few years older than you, so I go back a little further. I remember Forrest Gregg and Kenny Anderson. I remember that Bengals team that played – you know, the first Joe Montana team in the Super Bowl. 80, 81. 81 in the Silverdome. The Bengals were monsters that year, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we look at you guys, we're looking at 81, 88, and then last year, I mean, you guys show up. You guys have been in the big game. The Browns have never been there. The yeah. Browns, dude, have never won the AFC North. That's crazy. It's been, it's been around since 2002. Now they, they they got a couple AFC Central titles back in the day and stuff like that, but never won the North. And the Steelers have never finished in last place in the North. I just want to throw that in there too. Ooh. Yeah, some oh. nuggets, buddy. Some nuggets. Could be could be two firsts uh this year, couldn't it? I was I was having that discussion. I really I, I would bet on both of those things happening before I would bet on neither one of them happening. Wait, hold on. Don't confuse me, man. You would bet on both. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, no. I don't think the Steelers finish last. I mean, I don't think that, but it's possible. They'll probably pick to finish last again because of the question mark of the quarterback position. But, you know, yeah. so, all right, man. Well, you know, once again, man, thanks for joining me, man. I feel like you and Mob brought a whole bunch of great information, man. And George Testing, man. Thanks, bruh. Hey, B Dirt and KT, good show. Thanks a lot, thanks, man. We George. appreciate it. You know, it, it felt like a good show. I felt like Mob was giving his perspective. The, the, the Houston, Texas perspective of what's going on with the Deshaun Watson thing. We chimed in. We talked about all the different teams and stuff. I feel like it was a really good show, man. You know? And I also want to just say George Teston again when he said, I had it up for a minute, Fryermuth and Gentry are going to be the best tight. I don't know if they'll be the best, but they're going to be a really good tight end duo. And you well, know, I Gentry, mean, he, maybe he duo, but uh, the Ravens got like seven tight ends right now. So just by depth, you got to give them an, a shot at it too. <laughs> yeah, they, they might be the only team that have more tight ends than receivers. <laughs> just kept drafting tight ends. Oh. Right. Oh man, George again. He must. He must go back. He remembers Kenny Anderson was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Kenny Anderson was the best. Uh, was the first quarterback I saw live. I was a little kid. Let's see a couple of live chat things. Let's see. Is that Sasun City? The question the QB answered. Vet, vet Mitch and the young gunner in waiting. Let's go. I'm with you, man. Go ahead and go ahead and play Mitch. Kenny, it's no rush on Kenny Pickett, man. No rush to play. So I, I certainly agree. You see anything in the live chat, B B, you want to comment on before we get out of here? No, I think you hit most of them, man. Okay. Okay. We had some good uh, had some good stuff in the live chat. Um, we did. We did. We did. We didn't get to as much as usual because we had a another guest on, and we had so we had more more you know of of us talking than what we usually do. But thank you guys for joining us. Um, again, for joining this BTSC broadcast. This is we run the North. Uh, check out the other shows tonight. Is the Steelers Q and A? Not sure. Who's doing that tonight? I mean, Brian Anthony Davis, I think. I'm not for certain, but check it out. It'll be a, a great time to get your questions in and get answered if we didn't get to do them today. Tomorrow is the uh, the hangover. That is Brian Anthony Davis, Shannon White, Tony Defio, 
Then Tuesday, you got the Skull Bro Show. You guys know the routine. Check out the uh, the uh, Jeff Jeff Hartman's audio podcast, uh, Let's Ride. Check those out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube and Facebook and wherever you get your audio podcast. Check out BTSC. Just type in Pittsburgh Steelers, BTSC Radio, whatever you got to do, but you get a whole bunch of great Steeler content. And on Sundays, we like to talk about the whole North. That's why the homie B Dirt joins us from he has everything we need to know in the Bengals. So until next week, we appreciate you joining us. Let's go, Steelers. Okay, Bengals. You want to plug your Bengals? Let's go, Bengals. Whatever. <laughs> Let's I go. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. <laughs> and I'm you're even, in, over you're here even in Pittsburgh. You're in Pittsburgh. I'm- yeah, I'm about two and a half miles from downtown. I went to the Pirates game yesterday. Beautiful. Walk-off okay. homer. Rookie hit a home run and walk-off homer tonight. Who, who'd they play? Uh, Arizona. Okay, okay. I so went my, to see if Goldschmidt get another hit. Yeah, I don't think he did. I'm, 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 I'm in D.C. My Cincinnati Reds are playing the Nationals. They played them a four-game series and lost three. But they're in Cincinnati, so I didn't, I didn't get to go. But I'm just saying – the reds are really bad, but you know, yeah. so thanks for joining us guys. We'll see you guys next week on we run the North. Peace. Peace.